Welcome to Reserved Space, Episode 3, The Grand Expedition, Part 1. I went on a 21-day hiking camping trip through the upper and lower Havasu Falls in the Grand Canyon when I was 15 with a school trip. Our journey started with a long shuttle ride that lasted forever. This was back in the day when you could record songs right off the radio with a cassette tape recorder or a tape-to-tape -tape with a dual recorder. So I've made several mixtapes, brought a bunch of comic books, and a huge bag of custom-made trail mix that had peanut M&Ms in it. There's something nostalgic about going on road trips and listening to your favorite tunes while watching the countryside slide by your window side. Driving from the plains up into the mountains and then down into the rocky desert of the corner of Utah, on your way to Arizona and the Grand Canyon. The landscape changes a lot. It's like passing through alien worlds that are so unique and different from each other. Even the people look different and talk different from state to state. When you arrive at the drop point, it is sudden. You're all stiff from the road and it hurts to move around freely. And now you have to pick up your heavy ass pack filled to the max capacity with all your gear and food for the next three weeks. Just picking up your pack and getting all your straps on is a feat. Standing at the edge of a really tall canyon that looks big, you can truly comprehend how big it is until you spend the next hours walking down a windy rocky path on the edge of a steep drop-off. Your steps are weighed down now, even with ankle supports on your boots. Someone still ended up getting a sprained ankle on the hike down and had to be taken back by one of our chaperones, much to their disappointment. Peering over the edge of the canyon was like a suction force trying to drag you over into the edge. So being mindful of the edge but not looking at it too much is a good idea. After a while, all the jarring steps start to make you sore, but you gotta keep going. At last you reach the bottom of the canyon and the trail becomes more soft and less rocky. It is apparent that you are walking in an area that looks like a dry riverbed. Our guide mentions that the, uh, the dangers of getting caught down here during a flash flood. It could be raining miles away and you don't even know it until a sudden wall of water hits you. We did come across a huge rattlesnake, a tarantula spider, scorpion, so keep your boots on and watch where you step. One person stepped on a cactus patch and got some painful needles through their boot. Ouch. So despite all the pretty pictures of this place, it's actually pretty arid and dry and full of dangers. There are a lot of opportunities to get hurt or worse out here. And there's a long list of injuries and even fatalities claimed by the canyon. Our group had to share, had our share of accidents and mishaps too. Everyone pays a price in one way or another when you visit here. As we got closer to the village, there were giant cottonwood trees along the way. And for a while it looked like it was snowing with all the bits of cotton blooms floating here and there in the air. Cicadas buzzed loudly in the tall trees making a rhythmic tone that sounded like an insect chant, almost hypnotic to listen to, drawing you in. Eventually there's cows standing around chewing alfalfa in the rich green areas. We are getting closer to water in the village. Walking to the village almost felt like a pilgrimage. It feels old here and time has slowed down for a more simple life. There's no cars and you walk on a path to get to your destination. Church bells ringing in the distance. An old woman is sweeping a porch. A cat yawns and watches some chickens pecking at grain. The horses are playing in the field, nickering happily. 
all my stress evaporates and it feels good just to be here. My peaceful buzz is interrupted by the swooping blades of an old military looking transport chopper that flies very low over our heads and lands just up ahead in the plaza. Several men start to unload a bunch of supplies. We had showed up right in the at the monthly resupply drop, so we waited a couple of hours for the supplies to be moved into the general store and put on the shelves. Exploring the, this cool village was a rare experience, and after that we got to enjoy ice cream and ice-cold sodas, which was heaven in the heat of the canyon. After all that walking, and we were only halfway. End of part one.